All right, everybody, Maria Daniels here with Business Acceleration Playbook, bringing you the plays you need to win in your business. And today I have Angela Buckley here as my co-host. We're missing Jeff Dewalskin and Ray Baxter today. Um, so we miss you all if you're listening. Uh, this year and see you next week. But today we have a special guest that I'm going to let him dive in, introduce himself, and we'll get started with all the amazing things he has to teach us. Hey there, everybody. Hey there. Thank you for having me tuning in from Germany. My name is Rene Baratella and I've been in business for quite a while by now doing organic Facebook marketing and helping entrepreneurs who are really purpose driven to become more visible and, and obviously make sales because without sales, there's no impact and you go back to your day job. So um, I'm very direct <laughs> about that fact. And uh, I think making sales is awesome because it provides you with money. So you can actually reach more people than you would if you if you are stuck in a day job and just do it kind of like, you know, in the evening hours. Absolutely. So I'm going to let you go ahead and direct me. Let me know when you're ready to share your presentation or if you have some other things you want to say first. We'll just go ahead and let you jump in. You're, you're in charge no, today, you. Renee. All good. Thank you. We can start. So actually, wait, 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 Renee, you have to tell me where you are from in Germany. Uh, Katya and I are living in Munich, so close to the Alps. Uh -huh. And we actually, last week, we just had snow. It, it, it wasn't yep. like really a lot, but it was constantly, you know, just like Christmas actually in yep. March. So yep. it's yep. beautiful. Have, have you been here in, in Germany before? Um, yes, I have lived in Germany for many years. I have a degree in German, teach German, and um, actually play the Alphorn. Fantastic. So you know so. Bavaria. I might know Bavaria, so I really live in southern Hessen, and I have a place just south of Frankfurt. Yeah, gotcha. only maybe 20 kilometers from the um, Bavarian border. Nice, nice. Yeah. So good to also, see wir kennen uns. Uh, yes, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> guten Abend. Yeah, danke schön. It's, it's already 6 p.m. over here. Yeah, yeah, it's a little earlier for us. We're still at 1 o'clock. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, fantastic. I knew you two would hit it off. I knew Excellent. as soon as I was, I was like, oh, Angela and Renee will hit it off instantly. I do not know German um, at all. Um, I appreciate the language though. So, <laughs> Maria. Awesome. so okay, let's see that presentation. Fantastic. All right. Yes. Okay, so we, oh, I guess we're all showing it to you. We need to start it over. But so everybody ignore that. Yes. All right. <laughs> all right. So I'll let you go ahead and just talk. I don't know if you want to go ahead and read this off or just skip on to the next level. Um, actually, let me let me let me have a couple of seconds about this okay. one here, because um, I have been, you know, I'm my own best ideal client some 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 months and years back, because when I started, I had this idea of, you know, creating a course, helping people. I started off in German language, actually, and switched to English language just about in, in 2019. And I had this idea, right? Helping people, impacting people, create a course, do a mastermind, and then you launch it. And everybody's like, what? You know, you have no likes, no reach. It's not that nobody wants your course, but nobody knows that you even exist. So this is why I called this presentation, Turn Your Knowledge Into Profits, because it's not that super complicated. But the most important thing is, you know, bring it out on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, just happens for me, Facebook was easier. Because back then, when I started, Instagram was only doable on mobile small phones. And when you hold your hands like this the entire day, it kind of like hurts your thumb. So this is why I ended up on Facebook. Pretty simple explanation. But today, <laughs> I'm kind of happy because I made all the money on there. 
Yeah. All right. So we'll skip on to the next page. I had to turn it into a video for people watching. So. Gotcha. Go Wonderful. Okay. Here I, I put together a couple of pictures and um, depending on, you know, if, if, if your um, audience knows me or not, I started out, I think like 2018. So something three years ago uh, with, with no really online business and, and knowledge business experience whatsoever. Like I came from, um, I, I was employed. I made, I made tons of money while still working part-time because I was like a, a specialist in the payment industry over here in Germany. So Katya and I could always go, you know, to Florida, to the United States, to Asia and have great traveling times. But when I came at home at night, I didn't feel fulfilled. Fulfilled. I was like, okay, making good money, but kind of like, you know, aggressive, there's something missing. And each time that you're on vacation, you feel like, hmm, we should find something that we could make vacation like 365 days a year. And uh, so so I started that. And of course, naturally, I, I stumbled a lot of time. I lost tons of money in trying it out my own, you know, meeting agencies and coaches and them gurus teaching me, right? And it was, I think, about something between fifty to $75,000 that I actually lost in, in this, you know, endeavor. And actually, I, I learned a lot, and I learned at one point, hey, let's everything that I learned that actually worked, put it together, put my DNA inside of it, and now find people that I could help. Because back then, I was like, oh man, I want to find somebody one day that can teach me this, like the simplicity of it, and it's still joyful. So um, I had my way with uh, I worked with with ClickFunnels, uh, with uh, a couple of two Comma Club Award winners. I, I got my own one Comma Club Award. Uh, I, I launched multiple online brands and uh, it, it actually just four months ago in January, one of my biggest role models from the personal development industry, Jolene Swafford, reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to go all in with her and partner up with her for her brand Beyond Brave. So I was like, yeah, because, <laughs> you know, you can you can make good money. But um, and I started out being totally convinced, I want to be a, a solopreneur, right? I just want to do it on my own. And I want to have all the strings in my hand and control yeah. everything. And it ended up after like two years with the pandemic around, like, hmm, this is kind of, you know, lonely. And now I can laugh at it. But back then, you know, sitting at home, doing the thing all day long, and it, it, something was missing. So today, I'm working with Jolyn and her team. And uh, Yes, so I'm helping her clients with with all this organic Facebook marketing lead generation thing. Nice, and I love yeah. that. And uh, knowledge broker blueprint. Obviously, that's how I connected with you. That's I went through that training exactly. as well. Yeah, I went through that training as well. It is the best training to date that I've ever been through. Um, yes. it was amazing. Um, so yeah, it's 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 definitely worth checking out. So yes, all it's right. gold. All right, so. And actually, actually, Tony Robbins was the reason it's his fault that I quit my job back then, because that one <laughs> night we watched the I'm not your guru documentary on Netflix when I was still employed. The next day I woke up, it was like February 2018. Next day I woke up, sat with Katya in the kitchen. I was like, Katya, do you mind if I quit my job sometime this year and do something that actually helps other people reach their goals and boom. So if I ever meet Tony in person, I'm gonna, you know, perfectly blame him for yeah. making me quit the job. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. All what right. was her reaction? What was her reaction? Was she nervous or was she excited or a little of both? 
she said, finally, Renee, thank you for oh. finally taking the step because I saw you suffering, right? You, you make good money, you were a specialist, but you weren't happy, you weren't mm -hmm. fulfilled. And, you know, I, I, I know you, how you are on vacation and I want to have you that all time of the year. And so, yeah, she always supported me. She backed me up, like everything. I love, like, she's, I, I love her. Yeah. I love that. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. So we can dive right in if you if you want to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, yeah, actually, the thing that I'm going to share with you is a very simple five-step structure. Um, I'm a big fan of using frameworks, some call it systems, to make things not uber complicated. And it's not a rocket science. So many things are not a rocket science, but there's a lot of gurus out there trying to teach you that because you know you have to buy course after course after course there's always another upsell now i'm not against upsells or value letters but you know you can teach things in a way that people actually enjoy it and get results so this is why i broke everything down that i have learned and got successful at break i broke it down in frameworks and and uh, today i want to share with your audience how you can actually just with your facebook profile and nothing complicated, nothing expensive, no ads, no being on Insta, Clubhouse, YouTube, like all over the place, even though me as a digital marketer, I do that for fun, but I started out with just Facebook. So it all starts with your profile perfection framework. That's how I call it. Because the Facebook profile, the personal one where you can make friends with people, it's like your digital business card. And for me, it would be like if I lost my profile because of you know stupid automation or bots or software services, I would actually, if I lost that, I lost my way of making money and connect with people. So the profile perfection framework is really without going into deep, um, a very simple structure. You have a profile picture where you actually look at the cam, like you know, the, there's no second chance for the first impression. You've got to smile in that camera, right? Unless your idea client thinks it's cool when you look like differently, right? But, but <laughs> smile there, right? It's just like, it's the billboard and um, the, the profile cover picture, uh, the, the cover banner, it really doesn't have to be cramped and crowded with stuff, but hey, talk to your ideal client. We, we all, if our, if our clients are in pain, they have this kind of like tunnel view and you have to take them by the hand. And if you just mm -hmm. tell them, okay, I, I'm talking to my ideal clients, and this is the best outcome and you know click here to get to the next level because really if you have more than one choice yes or no it's gonna end up that's why i call it the facebook profile funnel so it's really all about having a virtual digital business card where you want people to say hey i want to take a second look i want to come back i want to learn more and then make it super simple i see profiles all over the place tons of links tons of information but to be honest it's just like one link and one information and one way to the next step so mm. it all starts with that that's like the foundation if you want to build like a big skyscraper you have to have a rock solid foundation really deep so it makes sense to put some time into that one and maybe even get help for once because after if you've done it once it's fire and forget you let it sit there it's working maybe sometimes you you know optimize it a little bit or you have a new launch but basically if you have done it once correctly and maybe you get some help for that, then it's done and it sits there, right? Yeah. So the second step is actually when you have this business card ready, is all about content creation. And 
obviously it's a matter most of the people i have met including myself a couple of years ago <laughs> content creation on social media most people have this tight feeling in their chest and they feel like oh i don't want to do it and they don't feel like expert copywriters but they think they have to be especially on social media now it's like oh every day you have to have like a valuable post a very funny post something unique and all these things so I thought about, okay, how can you put this into a framework, like with a couple of steps that each day your content creation becomes fun and, you know, results oriented. So it all starts with building a little list, you know, on a, on a piece of paper or in a notepad and just, you know, write down things that you constantly think about and that you think your ideal client would benefit from. from. So you just put in a couple of words, you know, it starts small and eventually it ends up with so many different you know keywords and then you take these and you think about okay so if somebody meets you on that profile that post should make them instantly understand what you are all about it doesn't always have to be about your business but if i think about myself like i talk about you know beaches and and traveling and katya but i bring everything this personal dna i bring everything together and back to social media marketing there's always a connection, right? And when it comes to content creation, most of the people have heard about the, you know, hook story offer concept of putting things together or hook story close, some refer to. Um, it's really a matter of the hook is just, you know, a fancy word for making people stop scrolling. It can be the picture, it can be the headline, the design, or maybe some, a couple of emojis just to stop people from scrolling. And once you have them, you transcend, you push them into the story. And there's really nothing rocket science with a story. It's just a matter of if you have like your main offer, your main message, in my case, like social media, you, you connect it with some kind of personal DNA from your life, because this is what really will set you apart and will be interesting for the people looking through and the call to action. And this is where so many people, especially uh, female entrepreneurs feel kind of you know, not not comfortable with saying, oh, Renee, I don't want to in the end, like, buy my stuff, uh, visit my funnel, you know, drop your email. But a call to action on social media to me is more than that. It's getting a conversation started. And a call to action could be something like, you know, just asking how you're doing or what's your opinion about that. Just get the conversation going. And uh, that's about like the content creation. It's really, it's not too complicated. Content creation is all about being really organized, having a couple of lists and, you know, plugging in the building bricks and go from there. That's awesome. That is great. Next, next one. Oh. Yeah. All righty. Now that you have this like, you know, foundation, you built that house and you have a beautiful house, a beautiful storefront window, you have the products in there, you have kind of like, you know, the, the writing on the wall, everything is there. But now you sit there and you're like, oh, there's nobody coming in, right? Nobody checking me out. So you got to take your, your message out to a place where people already are. I think this is something that is makes all the difference for your social media marketing, no matter what platform you are on. I always compare it um, to our community like this. If you had like the most beautiful ice cream parlor and you made great ice cream and it's tasty and the price is good and you have all the things to sprinkle on top of the ice cream, but you do it in your backyard, nobody cares because most likely there's not gonna be a huge crowd, you know, driving through or walking through your backyard. 
But if you take it to, I don't know, you know, Disneyland in summertime or at the beach where there's a lot of people, you know, nothing changes. Still your ice cream, same flavor, same price, everything. But people are going to ask you for that. And if you Absolutely. go to places and kind of like spark this interaction, engagement in an ethical and and really authentic and genuine way, right? Not like the poaching style, not like jumping into groups and people like shady people say, hey, I can help you. And then you open direct messenger and you say, hey, come over to, nobody wants it anymore, right? People smell this fake a mile away, especially now. So it's really about going to places where actually your ideal clients sit and share what you have to offer and, and sh share it for free and give value in terms of not like, big long post that you could find on YouTube and transcribe it from some some guru, right? It's about reading and, and watching what are people doing and offering help right there and hoping that a lot of people with the same question actually see that too, because eventually, no matter what, there's enough people on the planet asking for your help when they check out your profile. So once your profile is ready as a foundation, there will always be a percentages of people who you know feel so strongly attracted just by yourself by your dna that they're going to check you out and ask you hey can we do business and this is you know the entire interaction engagement framework is really about you know go away from your pro uh, from your profile and it's okay to post every day it doesn't have to be crazy valuable because it's really the magic is go to where your people are be there, you know, everybody Absolutely. likes to talk about themselves and have them ask like, how are you doing? Nobody loves it. If you meet somebody in a conversation, let's say you walk in a Starbucks, you know, you sit down with somebody and you just constantly talk about yourself. Like me, 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 I did that, I did that, I'm so great. Right, eventually that other person's gonna leave the Starbucks, most likely. So if you, but if you get them, you know, ask them and you cheer them up and you, you ask what they did, eventually they will be like, huh, I want to ask a question as well, right? And then this genuine relationship is coming together. So um, yeah, that's that's the third third step. All right, that's amazing. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Juicy. Uh oh. Now it gets yes. Right yes. Here. Juicy, irresistible offer. See, this is the point, okay. and this is where a lot of people I know have struggled or have the biggest problem. You know, you sometimes have a big audience or you have friends and family or you you land on a podcast and people check you out. Everything looks good. But then you have an offer that nobody really, you know, wants or needs. You think it's like the best thing on the planet, whatever course or solution. But you sit there and it's like, okay, I, I did everything right. I, I pitched it right. I have the right people. I have the right price, right? But nobody's buying it. Or maybe friends and family are buying it to give you kind of a good feeling, but you cannot make a sustainable and profitable income. So once again, when I started, I had so many shady people teaching me and I lost money and I, I made it my mission. And especially now working with Joe Lynn, it, it's our mutual mission. Um, to really just, you know, say how it is, no matter if it sounds good or not, but it's producing results irresistibly in, in an offer. The juiciness, it does come from a great price, especially if you are new and people have to know you because what eventually keeps people from buying is the risk of losing money. That's yeah. like the probably the biggest fear. Once you right. talk to people with more money and you go into the medium to high ticket, 
what these people even hate more, more is losing time. Because at right. one point in business life, time is more valuable than money. So their risk, you know, it's loss, loss of money, loss of time. And the third step, like when I was talking to a couple of guys from Tony's team, you know, these are like, you know, Renee, if, if, if you screw it up, like our reputation, you know, go, goes down the drain. We don't want that. So if you are not the real deal, we cannot talk to you publicly and, and see each other. So um, it's really about having an offer right in the beginning because this is where most of the entrepreneurs struggle with, you know, keep the price low. It's not a matter of like, oh, I want to I wanna earn 10K each month. So I, I sell like 10 courses. So each course has to be 1K. You know, this like a coach of mine always said, you know, detach yourself from the from the price. It's like find the price in terms of what is it worth for your ideal client to buy this, right? right? right. What what is like the, the value they get, then they will pay everything, you know, because and this is the second part of a juicy offer. Um it has to be on the one hand super niche down, right? Because everybody's selling fulfillment. But what is it actually? What 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 what's a big outcome? What's like this big thing that people are willing to invest money in? And the biggest, like the juicy offer, has to really have like an outcome where you are like, yeah, I can prove this. I can, you know, I can give you testimonials from myself, from people who've been there, saying like in numbers or any kind of um, testimonial, saying yes, I really got this. You know, just saying I have a course making you happier will probably not make people pay you because it's like, you know, you cannot measure it. But if you combine the next step of it, something like, hey, why do you want to be happier? Because you, you want to be a better, you know, husband, wife, parent or whatever, then people have this instant emotional connection. So the juicy offer really is what it holds all together and would eventually make people ask you for business instead of, you know, chasing the carrot the entire day on Facebook, hoping that the right people are gonna be like, oh yeah, I can buy it, right? So, um, if you if you could forward to the next step, please. Okay. And here we go. Yes, the sales process framework. Now you have all this, you know, beautiful, juicy offer, and I <laughs> I hope I didn't speak too fast, but. Um, the sales process is super important because sometimes everything is right. And then we come to this place where somebody's asking us for business. It's like, oh my God, I wanted that the whole time. <laughs> now somebody says, yeah, I want to do that. It's like, oh, I haven't thought about that. How do I deliver my stuff? Where, you know, it's not as simple like the, you know, you can download or, or send them something, but what's the sales process? What happens between somebody says, tell me more about your offer? right? Do I start with a price? Do I start with like, go to my sales funnel, or I have all these features, right? And this is where a lot of people get get stressed and tight, and then they lose that prospect, because the prospect will be like, Oh, this is this is too pushy, this is too salesy, I don't want to have that. And a good sales process framework um, that I'm using is it works on messenger, wonderfully I'm, I'm completely gone away from these you know sales calls and discovery calls to me they lead to nowhere i'm not a trained sales call professionalist setter mm -hmm. closer whatnot i do it on messenger and the the simple thing that i was teaching back then as a sales guy trainer over here in germany for the biggest telecommunication providers was like you know 
you got to ask the person standing right in front like what do they want why is it important to them they're going to tell you everything you know and if if you've done a good job in you know finding your ideal client they're going to tell you all the things and you know in the back of your mind that you already have the answers and at one point after going through this analysis what they want and what it would be good for you know at one point stop talking and ask them if you want them if they want you to help them right just that yeah and absolutely. then it's okay if, if they don't answer leave it sit there you know maybe come back after a couple of days just checking you know i just want to check are there any more questions but not like hey do you want it i can give you and that is what this you know our head turns on this kind of like survival mode saying like i can give you a discount or <laughs> i can give you two of them i can even over deliver more and more and more right this leading no nowhere eventually makes both unhappy so the sales process of really no matter you know in person on messenger on the phone it's just about asking questions to learn more about them because and this is what really sets you know the good apart from the bad if you notice throughout this conversation um that it is not your ideal client you should have the guts and really say you know what i just noticed my 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 offer is not the perfect fit for you right in in best case i know somebody that can help you even better than i can and you know you don't make a sale that day but you should be prepared for it and if you know i get testimonials from people who i told that you know i said i'm not your perfect right. fit right now i know somebody who can i can hook you up with them maybe sometimes i even get a commission from the other provider but even if not that person is super happy because they have not been sold again right because we all have yeah. been sold in any kind of a sales process and that leads to the to the last step even though we already had like five but i put in like a little bonus step <laughs> on the top of the pyramid because having the bonus is always good at least i love it cookie click maria i'm clicking where it's in a video it has like its own little time thing so there we go. Yeah, you can you can move ahead it looks <laughs> like a tent it does it isn't like it yes I'm ready for spring. Spring has sprung around here. All right, there we go. Hey, here we go. So when you have all, we are still in the process of, you know, turning your Facebook profile into profits and just with that, without ads. Once you have done that sales process, sales process and somebody said, yes, I want to do that and they have paid you, it's super important that you have, a, at least to my mind, um, that you have a professional delivery process. And um, once you have this, they will bring out testimonials for you, not even in the end of the program or in the end of, of whatever you are coaching or helping them with, but throughout, if you, you know, if you have that, you know, accountability um, aspect inside of your offer, um, you will have feedback from them constantly and they will gladly share positive and negative things. The negatives will make you a better, offer provider and entrepreneur because you can learn and improve and a good one you can use for your own marketing but what really makes the big difference is if you just talk to your ideal clients as if they were your ambassadors your sales team because you know they have already bought it and if they after buying it if they are super happy if you let them know hey if you know somebody who would benefit from this, I would give you gladly a percentage of my sale um, if you bring more people in, because by that we can all expand 
in, in every possible aspect. And this is something that is oftentimes forgotten. And I want to go back to the juicy offer. I know that it said, you know, when you're in this red ocean, you shouldn't lower the price because you will not win the game of lowering prices. But if you don't have a lot of paying clients yet, if you just started out, it's okay to take less money from them to actually come back to this ambassador idea and tell them, okay, I might lose like 50% in sales profits with the first 10 clients. But if these 10 clients are like over delivered, super happy, and they become raving fans and you tell them, hey, would you like to go out there and make money by just saying that you love my program and they bring in new clients, then you have like 10 sales guys on your team who are bringing in new business. Mm -hmm. And this is all inside the, inside the, uh, inside the fa Facebook framework because it can all be done there. You know, you don't need a fancy agency. You don't need uh, a page and a group and, and whatnot, right? Th there might be good places where you need these things, but usually when you start, you're kind of like, you don't have a big marketing budget and you don't want to, you know, spread yourself too thin across all platforms. And um, maybe, maybe to end this, why, why I chose Facebook other than, you know, I wanted to <laughs> keep my thumbs healthy. It was very simple. Facebook up till now is first of all, was like 2.3 billion user that monthly lock in. Um, it's first of all, the biggest social network, uh, the most common one. Um, and it's the only, let's say, established social media network that has this group character. Every, um, every paid program on the planet will most likely have a Facebook group where only paying clients are in. So sometimes, and most of the times, it's good to simply, you know, look what the industry leaders are doing and, and model that. And if, you know, if, if, if 10 industry leaders of whatever niche you are in um, you know, have, have a community inside Facebook, it might make some sense to when, especially when you start to take this proven path that actually leads to sales, because, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to run out of money of time and there's going to be a lot of frustration. If you're like, Hey, I'm going to try it on Instagram, on clubhouse, on YouTube, just because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, noise going on that that is the new Holy grail. But actually I think, um, on, on Facebook, you know, their millionaires are made every day on Facebook with just Facebook. So um, it, it had worked for me. And um, yeah, I, I hope you like this little uh, presentation. Absolutely. And I, let me see, let me pull that down. So we did have, uh, which Jason Taylor commented and said he couldn't wait to, to check the show out but i know um i'm assuming it's it's mick mick manhattan from the scene snobs it's a podcast and a network but he said that the scene snobs all started as a movie review page even on facebook so you wow. know there's a lot of things that um you can do obviously with social media and you know facebook is honestly my favorite um, social media platform as well so i mean i really like um that you also mentioned utilizing your your personal profile because i know kind of in the past that was frowned upon you know you use your personal profile for all the things personal and had it private and then you would have your facebook page but a lot of business owners found out 
pretty quickly that it was really hard to make those connections on the Facebook page because of the algorithms and whatnot. So really the best way to kind of bridge that problem is to be super active on your personal profile. And I mean, I love that you mentioned that because I still have people that mentioned to me, they're like, why is your profile public? Which there's negatives to that. You get spammers, you get weird messages in your dms you get all those things yes. I mean, there's there's negatives too i don't but you can get that on your on your business pages or anything so you know you just have to be cognizant of um you know making sure that you have ways to kind of delete that and ignore you know that kind of stuff but you know for the most part i have seen a a benefit of having my profile public you know and i have children and i did trust me i went through all of the you know, well, should I have it public? Should I not? You know, all those things. But overall for my business, it's it's done wonders as far as, as being able to put me in front of, you know, people that I was able to really make those real connections with. Because really that's what drives real true business relationships is that connection. Indeed. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. Um, especially after Facebook decided to really kill the organic, like unpaid yeah. reach of pages. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and pages sometimes are not even allowed to join groups, right? Where your ideal clients right. might sit. Um, and pages still have, um, even the not, you know, Facebook nerds that we all are, um, you know, they still have downsides. It's okay. And I, I'm not against Facebook pages. I'm just saying, if you start out the profile, it will make all the difference. It's yeah. so much easier. And I have, I have had the same, you know, thing in my head, like, hmm, I have like friends and family on there. W will they find it like awkward if I do that? Or will Facebook ban me because I'm doing, you know, if, if I'm doing business on my personal profile and what I have learned, first of all, you know, my friends and family actually do support me. And the people who are not from my friends and family are like, oh, Renee, you're posting about social media 24 seven. I'm not interested in that, right? I'm, I'm a regular employee. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let's connect somewhere else. If Facebook is the, the only place friends and family connect with me, I would be like, you are most likely not my friends and family, right? right. We have WhatsApp right. and iMessage. So yeah. let me keep Facebook for my for my business. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's like one side. And uh, actually, of course, Facebook prohibits, you know, hard selling on your profile. So you cannot yeah. put a banner on there. This is, my, this is the car and you can buy it for like 20K or whatnot. So mm -hmm. I, I would highly not recommend because it would be against the the place that makes everything possible it would be kind of stupid to to mess yeah. with mark zuckerberg's place right <laughs> especially because it's for free uh, and it's working um but what what people really what what helped a lot of my clients is to tell them hey it's it's about your personal brand it, it's just you you are not an entrepreneur with like 100 employees you are not a company yet you're just branding yourself and it happens that your superpower your message the thing that you want to change the world with you can showcase that right you can talk about it but you don't right on there click here to buy you don't do that yeah. but you right. give Absolutely. value you connect people and and you know it's just like the billboard like the storefront window it's really it's just serving this purpose of making people stop and get into a conversation with you you know nothing else there, there will nobody be buying from a facebook post by like 10k programs never but it's yeah. part of the sales process and funneling them into places where you actually do sell your offers so um yes i highly agree with you yeah and maria i don't i don't recall do you use your kids names i never it like 
I only have one, so we only call him kiddo, and we, yeah, we, we just don't do. use the name. We right? do, and I know there's negatives and positives to that, but I, we have used it. Obviously, we're not giving, like, like you know, super intimate, like, social security numbers or anything like that, but um, I have, I do refer to them as, you know, their name. I was already doing that before I made my my profile public, and I can definitely see positives and negatives from that. Um, but it was kind of hard to put the, you know, put it backwards at that point. But um, yes, we have we've referred to them from their first names, which my older kids have Facebook profiles as well. They'll tag me and oh, yeah. stuff, and right. you know, such. But like with the younger kids, um, they do. We do. I do mention on my first name basis on. Um, on the social, you know, social media, yeah. but I've seen a lot of people like number them, which I have seven. There'd be like, people would be so confused. I'd be like, what is six? You know, what's number six? And <laughs> I've seen people do that. And I mean, I mean, I see pluses to it. I do, but it's, it's one of those things. Honestly, I didn't even think about it until after the fact. I was like, Oh, that's why they're doing that. That makes a lot of sense. Too late now. <laughs> Good thing I have a security system. <laughs> so. yeah, nice. Well, <laughs> I mean, we do so many public performances, right? That at this point, his name is out. It's on TV. Yeah. It's in the newspaper. I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard hard to hide that he's on TV every year. Well, and it's but, it is for a lot of things because a lot of kids are involved in different things and they get put on or like the school would put on a picture and then tag me in it. So it's kind of one of those things that's like, yeah, you know, hard to yeah. undo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. And what what I've learned. Uh, I don't have kids, right? But when I started my entire, you know, Facebook thing, I just asked my family if they want to be on there or not. Uh, mm -hmm. And they were like, Renee, if you can, you know, if you can leave us out, we would appreciate that. So everything was clear right from the beginning on. And um, I, I, of course, you know, you see all these industry leaders and, and, and all the big players out there, you know, showing like the birth of their child and everything. And then, you know, their entire house better than they know themselves, right? And their family. But what I try to raise awareness for is it, it is not necessary to be successful on social media to really let yep. people into your private life as a matter of like, oh, I have to do that. Of course, you know, family picks and, and private life picks kind of like always get get you more engagement. You know, that's good, but you can get engagement differently as well. So um, when I see starters trying to bring in their families just to get these, you know, likes up, that's the only real time I say, you know, likes don't pay bills. Exactly. It's like the, the people who, you know, it's, it's a good blend and you need them. Don't get me wrong. You, you need this personal insight, but you don't have to push. Like sometimes it's like I work with mostly female entrepreneurs. So they're like, oh, now I have to bring my husband to Facebook so I can make selfies. All of, I'm like, no, no. It's yeah. a, if, if, if you feel cool with it and he is too, then you can do that as a tiny part of your life, if, and that is something that's super important. I had that on the edge of my screen. Like when I started, I had two questions on the edge of my screen because when I started, I sucked at Facebook and social media marketing. And then I had these two questions. Question number one was, does this give my idea client value? And the second is, does my idea client benefit from what you are posting? And I had that for every life, every post, every, you know, everything that I wrote, I was like, you know, if I post a picture with Katya, now it does give my idea client a benefit. But when I started, Katya was not present in my Facebook because my idea client would be like, what do I care who Katya is, right? My, my long-term fiance for over 12 years. 
Now it's a matter of personal branding and then you can bring in people and kind of like be multi-dimensional. But right when you start, especially for the messaging, you know, it waters down. And if you if you if you follow the industry leading concepts of having like all areas of your life in your Facebook, yeah, then it then you have to be a very marketing expert not to water down your message because two things happen very easily. First time visitors will see a post from five areas of your life and they will get four of these posts in a week where they're like, what is he talking about? Right? Is he playing golf like with his wife, likes cooking, goes to the gym? What is he selling? First time visitor, gone. And the, you know, the coming back people in the beginning will be like, okay, if he starts to share his dinner, you know, food, food, food pictures always look not too good if you're not a professional food photographer right so the the people who are coming back to your to your profile will be like okay he's talking about social media but then i see you know food and going to the gym what do i benefit so when you start it's like you don't have to have like the five areas of your life perfect concept it's okay if you just ask you know does my idea client benefit from what i'm banging out here Absolutely. So and I think it's important to really go with I like what you said on, you know, you don't have to do these things, because I think it really boils down to one of the benefits of being an entrepreneur is that you get to choose don't think that you have to check these boxes. And yeah. you know, you must do all of these things in order to be a successful entrepreneur, you know, the main reason most people become an entrepreneur is for that freedom to be able to choose what they want to do. And I, you know, I exactly. like that you said that Angela it looks like you were going to say something. Well, I really appreciate discipline um, right of asking these questions before you post each time is it going to help my ideal client what is the benefit for them I think it right so Renee my my um, counterpoint to Maria's successfully chaotic is that I bring the framework and she brings like the passion and the energy and I bring sort of more hey let's take this step by step so I really appreciate when you say okay let's have some discipline associated with each one of these posts and how is this really going to relate so you can bring that together. So yes, uh, absolutely. yeah, thank you for those questions. Yeah. It's really important. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm exactly. definitely the rebel out of the group and I, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the structure. I own my engineering sides, background. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why we work together. Well, so yes. Nick said that he has found, um, this is Mick again from the Scene Snobs, he's found that connecting the show's personal profile, Mick Manhattan, with the Scene Snobs page <coughs> helps people to identify each as connected. So when I share to the group, says Mick, they think the Scene Snobs. And then he said he has a separate personal account for friends and family. So, and then he said that this has been a fantastic episode with great information, Renee. Thanks, You're welcome. Mick. Thank you for saying that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, and I think it boils down to really figuring out, you know, first and foremost is not only what are you, what do you have to offer as an entrepreneur, but who are, you know, who's your target and who are you trying to reach? Yes. And I think that really will kind of determine, you know, how you need to show up 
you know, on social media, on your profile, because, you know, it's going to look a little different if your target is a CEO of a mid-sized business, yeah. or if your target is, you know, a stay-at-home mom who's trying to balance motherhood yeah. and entrepreneurship, you know, it's going to be a little yeah. bit different. And I think that it really boils down to asking yourself those questions to be able to determine, okay, well, what is appropriate to share? What is not appropriate to share? And, you know, how, how do I want to show up for everybody? Because I always believe in being, you know, real, raw, and authentic. I say that like probably so many times people get annoyed with it, but you know, there, it doesn't mean you have to share all the things I choose to, because that is who I am. And that's my brand. Maria shares all the I things. I share all the things. I share all the things and that's who I am. But you know, for, you know, another person that may not be, you know, their branding that may not connect them with their audience. So and I think it's very important yes. to kind of ask yourself those questions. Yes, I agree so much. And it, you know, it might sound very technical and, you know, um, um, with a lot of tactics, but like all the frameworks that I just talked about, but it really comes down to what you were just saying. It's about authenticity. It's it, on, on social media, even though, you know, we are part with a monitor and a post and whatnot, you know, entire, the entire world, um, you can smell like, or you can sense instantly if somebody is not authentic. And even yeah. though this term authentic is like highly used right now, but it is so important. There's a reason why everybody's saying it um, because it's super important, it makes all the difference because so many people try to you know, um, what's the right word? Like um, that, that people, they, they try that people want to love them and they change just like, you know, if I have good engagement, I do more of that or this, you know, but if you like stand very firmly in, you know, amidst the storm and you have your message and you don't change that, you will attract exactly the people who want to buy from you without that you hire a copywriter from the Philippines or an agency from, I don't know, you know, Chicago, I don't know. If you just do what you do best authentically, just you, you want to, you, you will, you know, move so far like nobody else can take you. And I think if you, if you have, if you know your own core values and you combine them with the core values of your ideal clients and they, they come become aligned and congruent, then you don't have to, then content creation is easy. Then reaching out to the right people is easy. Then you instantly know where they hide on Facebook so you can talk to them in a non-salesy and ethical way. But you really have to go back all the way to the beginning thinking about, okay, who am I in terms of like, what's my why? Because it will most likely be your brand identity. And you got to check like, what's their why? Right? Not what they want right now because this like, you know, rewarding kind of thing, but what's their backstory? What's their why? And if, if you figured that out, most likely it's your own story from a couple of days, months, years ago. And yeah. then you just go back and you're like, Ooh, who would I like to meet back then when I had these painful moments? And then you will instantly how to talk, where to find them, how to approach them, what to offer them, what's the price point, what's their biggest benefits, their biggest pain points, you know, the biggest objection, why didn't they buy it? What's missing everywhere else? Then you have this beautiful package and you just share that message every day. And they, they're going to ask you for business. You don't have to chase that carrot. They're going to ask you for business without a doubt. Absolutely. I agree 1000%. I think, and I think you hit the nail on the head. I think a lot of people think, well, I don't want to, you know, be on social media and be, you know, talking about what I have, you know, to offer because I don't want to come across as salesy. 
I don't want to come across as salesy either. I hate that. You know, I hate it when people are just like spamming my inbox with all these offers. And I'll be honest, I don't even read them. You know, it, it could be like the best thing ever that I need more than anything in the world. And I'm never going to know because I don't even read them, you know? And I think that, you know, a lot of people have that mentality when they, when they think about, you know, selling on Facebook or, you know, offering offers on Facebook and all those things. And, you know, I very, very, very rarely even mention a service. If you scroll through all of my social media, it is super rare that you'll see a service or a price of anything. It's super rare. And I think I, I do that because I don't, you know, want to bring in just anybody, you know, just, you know, window shopping that's like, oh, I kind of need that. Let me go ahead and buy that. But they, uh, you know, we really haven't connected on another level because that's going to make it to where they could be the worst client in the world. And I've had those in the past, you know, and I always say not all money is good money because it's not, yeah. I don't, you know, money's great. We all need it. It's a tool. We all need it. But if yeah. you're going to be a thorn in my side and a pain in my, you know what, I don't want your money. You know, that's just how I see it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I rather refund people when I feel like, oh, we are not alive yep. at all. I rather I refund it, them. I yeah. call it firing the client, right? Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it just, yep. it you need to move on in part ways. It's not yep. easy and you can yep. have these clear conversations. And I really believe that your vibe attracts your tribe, right? I know it's so cliche, but That's what the true. heck, right? Like work together and you go so much farther together then. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree, I agree completely. Yes. So somebody, very fun. If somebody's starting out right now and, they're, and they've not really used Facebook much for anything business related, what would be like some beginner steps that they could take to start integrating to start mentioning some of their business things when before maybe they've just been posting cat pictures for the last five years you know how do you make that you know segue yeah, yeah how do you segue over to something business related yeah that that's pretty easy actually and if you just you know wh whoever starts it's, it's like a couple of steps maybe the most important one is you know posting really and showing up daily that's like the first step. Even if you post cat pictures daily, you at yeah. least post something, right? That's the first step. And the second pay, uh, second step would be, you know, considering that they already know what kind of business they are in and what offer they have to provide and have a rough idea about who they want to work with, because that's important as well. It's like, okay, if I check, like, what would my ideal client benefit from, even if I don't have an offer yet, it would something like, hey, I read this book and that was my biggest takeaway, right? And then you add like this call to action, something like, um, what books do you read? And then you sit there and you think, okay, because for me, it was always helpful when I started like, what should I post about? It was like, what's on your brain 24 seven? You know, there's more than one topic, most likely. And you just write it down. Like maybe you have, you know, 10 things that you think about every day. And when you circle all the things that your ideal client would think about as well, you know, then you have a couple of things. And when you start showing up every day and, you know, post like about some different topic every day to keep it interesting and give you kind of like a better connection, then you do that. And one of the most important thing that most of the people have, you know, done wrong, be including myself, is it's okay if you post daily like two to five minutes. But if you start, it's about spending a lot of time on other people's profiles, on other people's content, 
and in other yeah. people groups so if you start out taking everything from using it for personal purposes to your business hey just hang out where your ideal client sits and spend a lot of time there and when you start because i'm like i, I only do things when i get fast results right i want to have this rewarding moment <laughs> Um, but it, it's it's not done if you do it like 10 to 15 minutes each day. So if you start out, what I always teach my community is like, okay, you have like these two, there's a scale, right? And either you spend all your time working with customers who pay you already, but when you start out, you don't have a lot of paying customers, then you invest the entire time being on Facebook, looking for people that you can actually help and make a difference for and they will notice that and they will reward you with it with you know getting in the conversation so really spend time there post daily think through your customers eyes and heads and ears and and do it consistently every day you know the, the, your clients is not sleeping on saturday and sunday they still have that problem even on that day probably even more because they are you know not in the job or having problems because they're at home alone during the pandemic with all the lockdown around so um, yeah that would be my my best advice is you start to go from personal to business use. That's great. Do you have another? Do you have a question, Angel? If not, I've got another one, but I figured I'd give you a um, chance. Go go for it. So unfortunately, I need to leave in three. Oh, minutes. you're fine. You're good. So you're I just wanted to give you a heads up. I'm not ignoring you if I pop no, off. No, you're fine. If you hop off, then we love you and thanks for joining. But my question Have I had was what about a, a list, a short list of how, what not to do? So again, you know, I'm the person that's been posting cat pictures and I'm wanting to transition to, oh, I'm going to start using this for my business. Um, we've already mentioned, don't be popping up in somebody's DM. So I'm sure you'll mention that, but is there anything else not to do in your opinion? Yeah. Yeah. The f number one thing is stop anything that is like me, 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 I, I, I you can completely stop talking about yourself and only focus on your on your community's demands that's number one like not to do um secondly if you start out with don't go with automation software or crazy bots or shady affiliate programs that prom uh, promise you like you know hundreds of likes and in the end you have to sell their stuff and sell your soul to the devil you know <laughs> don't go for it it's very enticing they do amazing marketing that people who are desperately looking for engagement thinking that this is the key to sales they will fall for that so don't go for that one <laughs> and probably one of the biggest things stop posting links in your posts right because facebook right. mark yeah. zuckerberg has created this space so the only demand of facebook is to keep people in there and they will reward people not only spending their own time there but keeping people on the platform but yep. as soon as you start to post links in there no matter to what other platform like hey what's your instagram uh check out my funnel i've seen this funny cat video um facebook will punish you big time for that um so just you know keep everybody in there you know pay pay appreciation to mark zuckerberg and the place and it's not like that I'm paid from Mark Zuckerberg, right? <laughs> but if you go into if you go into like a Starbucks and you tell every client that is coming in over there at Dunkin' Donuts, they got great coffee as well. Most likely, the Starbucks owner is gonna kick your, you know, butt out. And <laughs> okay. same on Facebook. 
Yeah, makes sense. I think that's that's good advice. And it's easy to do because I mean, I know those things and I'll see something. I'll be like, oh, this is funny. And then I share it. And then um, I know the same thing that I end up getting punished. So it's it's I think it's very important to kind of be cognizant of that fact that, yeah, know that if you're going to share something, no matter how hilarious it is, that you may possibly be in timeout for just a, a little bit because of that. So it better be worth it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's been great so tell everybody where baby so what fit, about um, i oh go ahead angela go ahead go ahead what if you have a page and then you use your personal profile to repost to your page does that work how's that interact these days i mean it seems like yeah. facebook's changing all the time yeah facebook is indeed changing a lot of things uh, like once a year usually there's a big change going on where they take things that worked organically they take it to you know being a paid feature because obviously they got to make money as well, which is a good thing. And something new comes around that either didn't work paid, so they make it back organic, but all serving that purpose of keeping them on the on the platform as long as possible. So what I have learned, not from you know the algorithm, it's 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 actually not as smart as we all think. It's just I think it's it's a very fundamental thing, but. Um, whether or not it's from a technical standpoint good to to share from personal profile to pages or vice versa right um to me it's like if i see the same post tw twice i'll be like okay maybe they took the wrong medicine in the morning right why do i have to read this post twice first of all secondly when they do that on their page and get no engagement it's like when you walk past the restaurant and you're like oh i don't know this place right and there's like nobody in there. Our brain is wired to say, okay, let's not go in there, right? It's we, we don't care about the price, the quality of the food or whatever. We don't go in there. So, but if there's a lot of people sitting and there's a line in front, our brain doesn't ask like, oh, did the boss give them like coupons or, you know, is it like, oh, the food must be good. I want to go in there. But if you post on your Facebook page and you have very little likes, people will be like, mm -hmm. Is this good, right? Because there's zero credibility, zero social proof. So I'm not doing it. And maybe if I, I can add that, a lot of people post it on their profile, then on their page, and then in a couple of groups where they think their idea clients sit. Copy, paste, copy, paste. I think the algorithm will pick up if it's like a word for word copy. I don't know that for sure. But I know if I read that like five posts from the same guy at the same topic at the same day, I'm out. Because I'm mm -hmm. like, well, you you are trying too hard, right? It's just like I, I have a weird feeling when I see this. Yeah, it seems spammy. Yes, absolutely. So, um, where where can people? Bye, bye Angela. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Nice meeting you, fine. Angela. Nice to meet you. It was one. great, Renee. Nice Thank to meet you. you too. Thank you very much. Bye, bye. Maria. Take care. Bye. Thanks. So where can people follow you? Where would you want them to check out what you have to offer? See, I see on this live show, you can say links. I'm completely fine with that. <laughs> on, on, on Facebook, just my Facebook personal profile and they will instantly see it. I have a, right now I have a golden uh, design kind of with Jolyn and me. So um, I'd be happy to connect there and just, you know, get to know each other. I'm, I'm super simple with that. It's just my Facebook profile, nothing else. Easy. 
Super easy. And I think this has been great, valuable information that, um, in my opinion, everybody needs to know. Um, a lot of people have a kind of a negative outlook on social media and it can be overwhelming and you do get the negative things every once in a while, but you know what, just scroll past it and look for the positive. That's what I always say. And I enjoy the cat pictures. I don't know if you've seen, did you see the, um, attorney, the poor attorney that had the cat filter on his face? Did that kind of make the trending news in Germany? I'll have, no, send, I I'll have to send it to you. It's really funny. Yes, please. Um, yes, please. It was a it was a, a Zoom mishap, and they they were actually yes. at a court. Did you see that? Yes. Where he got where the filter guy? He's like, I'm not a cat. So that yeah. was quite entertaining. I've I've been laughing at that every time. That's I don't like the same thing coming up over and over and over unless it's something like that. Every time I see it, I laugh every time. So yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. But overall, you know, social media is what you make it. And you yes. can't control the negative things that, you know, some people end up saying, just kind of scroll past and think, wow, they really must hate their life. And that's really sad. And, you know, just keep on moving, you know, because you're going to find that everywhere, you know, and, but social media also can be the handshake that introduces you to parts yes. of the world that you would yeah. never meet. I mean, we've connected, you're in Germany, I'm in Ohio in the States. Exactly. And, you know, we probably would have never met if it hadn't never. been social media. Never. So, I mean, Never. there are definitely positives from that. So I encourage yeah. you all listening to uh, check out Renee's um, Facebook profile. I tagged thank him you. in this uh, live show. And thank, thank you. you so much for being on. I've really had a great time. Thank you. Thank you as well, Maria. Thank you for having me. It was a great talk. I love your approach and, you know, how you think about things. And it really, this is what makes a difference, the approach of things and really decide that you're an entrepreneur. You can, you know, go for it or get out of it. So yeah, thank you very much. Fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.